On today's episode of the Drop Everything Now podcast, we start off with some current events, current Swifty events. Uh, Ed Sheeran had some words to say about the song Run that he and Taylor wrote together. So we talk about that as well as our thoughts on the new Big Red Machine album, specifically on the song Birch. And then we get into the track ones from each of Taylor's albums. We asked about 300 Swifties. You guys ranked your track ones. You guys put gave us some input on what your thoughts are on the best track ones and the most underrated ones. And we also ended off, of course, with an embarrassing story. Now, keep in mind, this episode was recorded Only a few days before Taylor Swift dropped Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version. So we did not get into that on this episode, but we will get into that on the next one. So it is time to drop everything now. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? What is going on? Uh, Welcome to episode eight of the Drop Everything Now podcast. I was literally just about to say, I can't remember what episode it is. So thank goodness you're keeping track. It's eight because I accidentally uploaded part seven, one and two as episode seven and eight. And then I just switched it back like two hours ago. So it's eight. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, Well, I'm Steph. I'm also Steph. We are, this is our track one episode. Yes. So we kind of decided after seeing this TikTok trend of like mm-hmm. ranking certain like songs by the track number on her albums, mm-hmm. that it'd be a fun way to one, engage with Swifties because we sent out another survey because we're just survey crazy I these love days. Surveys. And two, L-O-V-E. you know, there's only nine options, nine songs to discuss. So we feel like we'll really be able to get into more detail on each of them right because what it was really Steph that Steph other other Steph Steph (laughs) Stephanie Helen whatever um (laughs) that said she's like yeah I I feel bad that on like our folklore episode or our lover episode there's those songs in the middle that we don't really actually get to discuss so like you said this is a way where we can actually talk about every single song and give it justice in a sense because we didn't talk about the middle of the road songs on folklore we only talked about the top top and the bottom bottoms totally agree and like we might not go in order track one through track whatever right um we're still trying to figure out if we should jump around or just go one two three four but we figured why not start with the with the ones because taylor put them at the beginning for a reason and so here we are with the beginning it's the beginning it's the album openers but before we get into that, there are a couple of things I want to talk about, you want to talk about, I don't know, what, what, what do you want to talk about? Um, I feel excited that it's fall. You feel excited that it's fall. You're allowed yeah. to say that word now to me. I was going to say, cause I was nervous to bring it up, but then I was like, no, she started school. So I think it's fair game. Yes, um, it's fair I game. have to say like for any of the fellow candle crazy people, I don't think 
there is a scent genre of candle as elite as the fall candle. I am obsessed. Pumpkin spice. I have two candles called Falling Leaves that just smell delicious. Yeah, they're really amazing. You're so right. There's nothing like a good fall smell, period. But obviously, especially Mm -hmm. candles, because, like, you want to light a candle in the fall. Like, it's fall for a reason. Right. It's time to get cozy. It's time to get cozy. Oh, I love it. And I'm so happy. Um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, do you know what I hate though about this time of year? What? Despise. So as you know, I hate when people rush summer. Yes. But when fall starts, well, really September, because fall. I feel like I know what you're going to say. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. I feel like, because it's kind of cold in the morning and cold in the, like the, no, at no. night, but it's really hot in the middle of the day and it drives me yes, crazy. Yes. It's disgusting. If it's was fall, I right? Yes. I hate the okay, temperature. I thought I was I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm back mm-hmm. at work. I don't want it to be hot out anymore. Enough. It's 88 degrees out right now. I'm I know. so annoyed. Uh, I know. So I'm wearing annoyed. a sweater right now because I'm willing it to be cold, but, like, I'm kind of sweating. Yeah. Like, I am just so done, and it always happens that it actually stays hot until, like, October and Rude. when it comes to work, I don't have, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I got all this new cute fall stuff to wear. Right. And I can't wear it. And I'm like running out of clothes. Not yet. Cause it's only the first week this week, but like in two weeks, I know. I'm done. I hear you. Um, yeah, I went into Marshall's and I was like, oh my gosh, look at all these cute new sweaters. Like if there's anything I love buying it's sweaters. And then I was like, wait, but like, if I buy them now, I want to wear them immediately, and I will just um, pass exactly. out. Pass out. So. It's sickening. Enough. No, it is true. It, it, it is annoying. I guess that's northeast problems. Yeah, probably. Probably true. Sickening. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I ha- You know what? No, that's <clears throat> it. <laughs> that was so fast <laughs> oh my god well I was gonna say this might be I'm not sure yet because like who knows when we'll have all the pocket of time or you but this might be our last episode for like a month which like mm. in the past month we've kind of pumped out like four I guess yeah we we do a really really well when one of us doesn't have something a job yeah um like it just keeps because you keep me more on track like hey we should do something right because i'm like thinking because i'll forget because like yeah right time that i have um yeah but in because in three weeks or two and a half weeks now my very best friend jenny is getting married so i'm nervous as heck to give a speech um Mm. i don't know what i'm gonna say who knows and then two weeks later three weeks later my other best friend's getting married and then it's just like a lot. So maybe in between the two weddings, but it won't be whatever. Yeah, no, I was going to say. Our next episode might be like our red, like our pre red review. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we'll do it the very red well album be. review and then, mm-hmm. like we did with Fearless, we did the pre review, the anticipation, maybe some stuff will be out by then, and then we'll yeah. do the red one. So, you know. Yeah, I agree. It could be. We'll have to see what the uh, schedule ends up looking like. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, we I want to get into, I guess, some 
not current events, but current events-ish, mm-hmm. like catch-up stuff about Taylor Swift, what is coming, what has already come since we've last spoken. Just, I guess, bouncing off of Red first, and then we'll talk about Birch. Okay. Um, I am one. I'm surprised we haven't gotten anything yet, aren't you? Not one thing? Um. Other than, obviously, the track list, but we talked about that. I don't know if I'm surprised, just because I don't remember stuff coming out a long time before Fearless. But like, when wasn't... did Love Story drop? Yeah, it, you're right. But I feel like Love Story would have dropped around now-ish, like a month or two before. Um, month and a half, I don't really remember. But there was so much less wait time for Fearless than there is for Red. Yeah, yeah, so that's I true. So I thought, like, she would do something, anything... And I was like, okay, there's a reason she announced it this early. Maybe Cruel Summer, maybe whatever. But other than, like, Big Red Machine coming out their album, I really am like, oh, I thought she would have, I really thought she would have put out We Are Never Getting Back Together on its anniversary, which was a Friday, and she didn't. Yeah, that's true. I I guess I just, I don't know. um, I I guess, like, since there's just no rhyme or reason to to how she's doing it. I'm right. not really looking into what right. she does and doesn't put out. So like, I haven't really thought about it, I guess, right. but yeah, we probably, it seems like we should, if we haven't gotten something yet, we probably should yeah. soon. And you're right. I haven't anticipated anything since Phoebe Bridger's birthday. <laughs> um, <laughs> Happy birthday, Phoebe. I haven't even thought about it and I don't like, I'm not like dying for something right now. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but I just was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. And then, with that being said, Ed Sheeran, I don't know, a week, two weeks ago, released, um, or he wrote on his Instagram, he talked about, like, re-recording Everything Has Changed, and there was an interview I saw of him talking about Red. Nope. Well, Red, but Run, the new Mm -hmm. song. And he said, and I'm so excited about it, because, one, I feel like it'll be upbeat. I don't know why. I feel like it, like I said before, Maybe it's something that could be, like, on 1989 for some reason. Two, he said that he was like, yeah, you know, we wrote Run first. That was the first song Taylor and I ever wrote together. And he was bummed that it didn't make it on the album. He was like, I love Everything Has Changed, but honestly, I prefer Run. He's like, and I always thought, like, maybe one day Taylor will, like, just be like, oh, here it is and release it. Like, he's like, I've always thought about that song. I always come back to it. Um... And yeah, I was bummed. So I love that. So excited that it's going that everybody's going to be able to hear it. So that makes me so much more excited for it. Me too. Um, I trust Ed Sheeran's judgment. I love Ed Sheeran. He is the male songwriter of our generation, in my opinion. Other like Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran are just like songwriting gods um, that can just pump out anything. And so I and like we said, I love everything they do together love everything yeah. has changed so there's no way I'm gonna hate run well no I think I, I was gonna say I didn't know he said that about it and like how it's like almost like the one that got away so I kind of yeah. love it and I'm excited I'm so excited um I wonder if we're going to have any like Mr. Perfectly Finds where we're like how dare she not release this how could she not? could I I'm sure we will I mean that's how maybe even run it. yeah right I was gonna say it's probably probably run might be one of them yeah and Maybe it was because it was too, like, she maybe already had something on the album that was similar where she wanted all different types of things, so she didn't want to release run. Yeah. Either way, I'm pumped. Yeah, I also like that, like, 
this was truly a song that he's been featured on always. Because, like, you know how some of the Fearless Vault songs? Yep. It doesn't seem like it was always meant to be a duet or or two artists. Right. So I kind of like that Run, we know for sure, Run has was always oh. meant to have Ed Sheeran on it, which also makes me happy. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, not that there's anything wrong with her pulling people on. Oh, no, totally. But I do sometimes, like, I'm like, I wish it was just Taylor on that song. When she has it, it, yeah, I like when there's, because a lot, like, obviously when she has songs like that where, like, another artist is super, is heavily featured. I'm not going to talk about the ones where she kind of just has the female vocals in the background. But, like, it's so intentional. Like, she has, like, this clear idea when she writes the song that it's, like, no, this person needs to be on it or someone else needs to be on it. I need someone on, on it. So it just, at least we know Run was one of those that was like, no, this is meant for two people. First, yeah, like, exactly. oh yeah, two people could do this song, right. but I didn't write it, it with two people in mind. So right, exactly. I think that'll be nice. Yes, I totally and completely agree. Also, her re- most recent TikTok was her reminiscing about the tour. That one made me sad. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, I did. It oh did make gosh. me sad. I wonder if that means anything. She misses I, it. That means that she, not this year, whatever, but that means that we're going to eventually have a tour. It's not like Taylor's like, wow. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure she's, yeah, like planning, if anything. Yeah, she, she's not like, I took this time off from touring and I realized I just want to I enjoy it, out. right. She yeah. wants to go back on tour. Thank goodness. Um, I will spend every dollar that I have to get to whatever concert. Agreed. Um, so... That's that on that. And, um, yeah, I think that's it with, in terms of like Red coming out, mm-hmm. TikTok, whatever. Um, she also, well, not she, Big Red Machine released mm-hmm. their album. And yes. we already heard Renegade. We already discussed Renegade. Now we knew Birch was the other song that she was going to be featured on. Yep. And I would like to discuss it because one of our listeners, uh, I don't want to mention her name, just you know, just in case. Just she in case, yeah. Want us to, but she asked. She's so sweet. Um, so so nice. So so nice. She emailed us and asked us to, you know, she's like, I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are on Birch. So I yeah. did my research. I've been listening to it. I've done my research. So I'm ready and geared to talk about it. Would you like to tell me your initial thoughts? I would because I definitely don't have as many thoughts as you do. I can already tell. I have a whole page um, of notes. Oh my god, jeez, 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 Louise. Um. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna say it first. I'm gonna talk about the album, okay. like Big Bear Machines album, just quickly because I don't have a lot to say yet again. <laughs> um. So. I listened to it like two or three times Mm -hmm. while I was working and I realized my critiques of the album are the same reason that I actually enjoyed it. So like I I listened to it like two times through while while I was working and then I like walked away, I was doing something, taking a break, taking a walk, I don't know. And I was like, I can't remember a single standout. Like there's not a single song that I was like, wow, that was really good. I mean, besides like Renegade. Renegade. Yeah. Um, but then I realized, wait, I actually really enjoy listening to this album while I work because like, it's like, it's, it sounds great. 
mm-hmm. like the sounds on it are wonderful. I just like didn't pick like there wasn't a song where I was like, oh, wait, I really love that song. Right. Like nothing really stuck out as something I need to go back to. Yeah. But at the same time, I kind of I like kind of like that about it where it's just like good music. Good, like this sounds bad. Good background music. Yes. Like while you're but doing like at the same else. time, at least it's like it sounds good. Right. I don't know. It was really weird. It was a really weird revelation I had. Um, Birch. I feel the exact same way, by the way. That's I was listening okay. to it today and I was like, I'm like, I'm not. I, I like this. Anything, I don't have anything. But yeah, I'm exactly. Chilling. I'm like, wow, exactly. like, I'm studying. I want to listen to this. If I'm working, if uh-huh, I'm reading, 100%. this is good because it's not, I'm not going to be distracted by the song like I am with Taylor yep. Swift and just want to like sit there and like sing it. Right. But I'm enjoying it. No, I literally like I, I was like, this probably sounds like a real like a reason not to like something, but I actually right. really enjoy it for yeah. this. I felt the same. And way. I think it also like it's a testament to the way they produce their songs too though, mm-hmm. because like it sounds really good. Like it like the sounds in it right. are nice. So I don't know. Are that's nice. all that's all I really had to say about that one. Um, Birch. Harmonies are great. Mm-hmm. They their two voices sound great together. Obviously, like, I think when we heard Renegade, I was like, this is just a Taylor Swift song. Like, this doesn't seem like, like, it doesn't feel like a feature, like, you know? So, so this one was obviously way more, she's just featured on it. Exactly. I like it. I haven't listened to it all that much besides when I listened to the album, to be honest, because like, like, again, it, it sounds like any other of the female artists they have on the album. Right. So like, it kind of doesn't, it doesn't pop out. Right. So, uh. I like it though. I like they sound really their voices sound really good together. They mesh yeah. really well. But absolutely, um, yeah. No, it does sound nice. I remember the first time I heard it though. I was texting. I was like, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't understand a thing that's happening. But then you realize that's their sound. Right. That's the sound right. of Big Red Machine. So like everyone's like, that's just what it is to be a Justin Vernon fan. Is yeah. He and you kind of hit the nail on the head. He writes for, like, sound rather than lyrics. I'm going to punch you in the face with these lyrics and you're going to, like, feel it. Yeah. Like, where that, yeah, Yeah. that's what Taylor Swift does. And it's more like this is the sound of the album and the vibes that you're picking up. And you're feeling the music. Yeah. And you have to feel the music to sort of understand the lyrics in a sense. Yep, I could see that. That's how I kind of felt about it. So I didn't Mm -hmm. touch Birch, really. I listened to it once and I was like, oh, uh. And then I did my research today, and I listened to it a bunch today. So I have a few notes. First of all, Taylor Swift was only vocals on this. She did not contribute to the writing, whereas on Renegade, they did write it together. So I thought that was interesting, and I didn't didn't know that. I'm not surprised by it because of the lyrics. You can't really see Taylor Swift's writing there. Um, yep. She was just vocals, which is awesome. I don't. She's done that on a couple songs, but just thought it was interesting and it was noteworthy. Two, first thing I did because I didn't understand the lyrics. I even heard that a lot of fans didn't understand the lyrics. Um, so Birch, it is. That's a tree, of course. A tree, yeah. And right. it's really like a tree of beginnings. It symbolizes like renewal and purification. So like hmm. starting over. And so I, like, read through the lyrics. I had to look some stuff up. And I'm like, okay, let me try to, like, decode all of this. Um, And so what this song really is about, I feel, he is talking about how he is, he wakes up and he's choking and he's never at ease. And there's just, like, this discomfort and, like, lack of peace, really, that Mm -hmm. this person has. Um, 
And you're like, he's like, I don't know if I can stay. I don't know how long I can stay. Uh, but then by the end of the song, it's different. He's like, I, I'm, he is going to stay, but he's a different person or sees things differently. So it wasn't that he had a totally new beginning as in like renewal, but it was that his perspective changed Uh on his life. Um, Hmm. And I think that this is an ongoing theme throughout the album. I didn't analyze the lyrics of everything else, but like Renegade, it deals with mental health. And I think this is what that deals with is, hey, this, I didn't have a total rebirth, but my perspective changed. Therefore, I'm Hmm. I'm doing a little bit better now. Um, Yeah. Because he says like something about like, if you find the birch, I'm not going to be there. I'm not the guy saying like he can't have a total brand new start but his perspective is changing on his his mind right Hmm. um he also says this lyric confused me and i really had to look it up he says hey madeline i think he thanks her for casing out the fog i was like what does it mean to case case that could be a verb i didn't even know and it kind i guess it can i really had to look it up means like to cover up the fog isn't it like to cover oh, interesting. clothes, like an end casing. That's the only hmm. thing I could see. Because I've only heard casing used as like they're casing out the scene or the like if like a robbery or something so what like. What does that mean, casing out? Have you seen? Like it? they're scoping it out, scoping sort of out. like oh we're we're looking okay. at what's but but I don't know. I don't think that changes my interpretation yeah, of what I'm going right. to say because I saw the suit, which was basically he's thanking Madeline, who maybe is his ex, for covering up or scoping out the fog meaning like maybe his depression clearing his head or something clearing it yeah because then he talks about this girl jennifer and so i think he's saying like thank you for dealing with all of that so i could have a better relationship i can understand myself more or like Hmm. i could be with jennifer doesn't exactly say that but that's sort of the vibe that i got okay um there are still parts i don't really understand um but i love that i love anything with like symbolism where birch is only mentioned once but you have to look up what the symbolism is to really understand the meaning of the song which Mm -hmm. i thought was cool and then i listened to the rest of the album again i think it a lot of it's about mental health there's another song called phoenix i didn't really listen to the lyrics but i obviously the phoenix also symbolizes a rebirth yeah like rising rising from the the ashes ashes, right exactly so Anything with Phoenix is like, yeah, rebirth. So there's yeah. that, at least in those two songs, there's that common theme. And then with Renegade and Birch, it kind of has that mental health aspect. So I yeah, feel like absolutely. it makes sense. So right. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. It's a calming, it's like listening to it is a little bit relaxing. Um, <laughs> the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. But it's not something I'm going to go on a run to. It might be something... Yeah. That, uh, or that I want to blast in my car and sing, but totally while I'm working, walking, meditating, like whatever it is, it's it's nice to have on. Yep. That's my No, favorite. I felt the same way. I like it, Steph. Yeah, I did some, you know, how to do my You own. really dug deep. Reese, research. I was, I don't know what I was trying to say there. Research. I tried. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you did. You did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate it. If I was giving you a letter grade, I would give you, um, do they give A pluses in school anymore? I mean, not really. It's A. 
Okay, I'll give you I'll give you an A minus then because there's always room to grow. Wow, thanks. I was gonna give myself a B plus A minus, so I'm. Oh, amazing! I feel like I. All right, let me know whenever you want me to grade your students' papers in there. I feel like I have the same brain, I guess. Yeah, you remember when I when I was student teaching in college and um, I I made you grade my. My, yeah like the poems and then remember i was like let's drink some wine while we do this and it was hard copy stuff because this is before everything was technology um and the wine exploded and red wine and got all over their poems i remember it fondly that was a wild <laughs> and then i had to frantically go down to our computer room and reprint building and find the font and reprint them but some were handwritten so i just was like grape juice that's grape juice yeah i mean they all it was my last day of student teaching so i don't know it's fine exactly it was their last your last day you're never gonna see them again i was like whatever whatever i know i passed (laughs) right exactly too late to fail me now that was fun maybe one day you could do it again i really need a ti i can't grade all these essays it's too much I'll sub in. Much. So do you want to get into our track one survey? T-R-A-C-K one. Track one. Yes. Live on our podcast. Live now. Live Live when you're listening. Not live when you're listening. Well, it's live for their ears the first time they're listening to it. It's live. But we're not live. We'll, we'll be doing other things while you're listening. Yes, yeah. true. So in life. A sense, life. Living. Life. Talking. That's us. So, <laughs> pretty much. That's how, that's how it works. Um, Tell us what so we, we did, had, Steph. Yes, we sent out a survey. Survey about, says, sorry, I'm going to stop. <laughs> survey says about 300 Swifties responded. Um, we asked questions all about the top ones. So there was four questions. What are your top three track ones what are your middle three what are your bottom three and then what is the most underrated track one so this time i sent out the survey so i have the responses For which the means stephanie time. yeah which means stephanie mary has to play the guessing game here bam, bam, um time bam, to change bam. it up and we're gonna go from nine so the one that got basically the least amount of votes or the most votes in the bottom uh question to number one and do you want me to just, well, we'll just discuss each song as it comes up and yeah. then like any other comments we want to make on it. I guess, should I tell you if you guess it wrong, should I tell you where that song falls or no? No, no I'm not going to. Do yeah. not. So okay. also, you know, something I thought about uh, regarding the track ones that mm-hmm. will not be, except for maybe track five and track 13, which are not track 13. What am I saying? Track five and whatever the general last track on the album yes is. like I, I guess when we would do it wouldn't be like track number 17 maybe there, it would, i was gonna say there might like, be some that are the end right like yeah maybe we tracks. just pick yeah right depending depending um, yeah we'll figure out how to do because that because what i was thinking about when i voted for this and when i'm ranking mine i'm ranking my track one songs based on what i like like how yes. i like them right but then i agree I thought, I was like, I wonder if people are ranking them based on how good is it as an album opener, which switches my answers. Well, so I was going to say, I think there could be a mix, but um, 
There were people that made comments, though, too, about that. Like, it's good as a track. Yeah, or, like, as I don't know how you don't opener. open up. Yes, right. Like, there's there's certain comments about that. So, I honestly, I think it's probably is fine. It's, um, like, it's a mix. When so you, you when yeah, when you look at it, there's – but I agree with you because there is one that I don't have at the top. Like, it's not one of my tops, but it absolutely, to me, is, like, oh, there great. is no better way to open this album. You exactly. know what I mean? So Yeah. Because, um, yeah, like, I, like you just said, it changes the answers for me. So I was like, oh, wait that changes the way that I'm going to guess this. Um, but obviously, like, same thing with track five. Yeah. Is it the amount that we like the song, or where does it place as a track five that's supposed to be really, really sad? I think it's the amount that we like the song. So are we ready to get into? So I say, well, obviously, you can't just pick in order that you would pick because you might have some unpopular opinions, because I know I do. Um, so, So go for it. Number nine. Okay, so my guess. The, the least favorite track one, essentially. The least favorite track one. My guess, I'm not confident about anything, by the way. Okay. My guess for least favorite track one is Welcome to New York, because I hate that song. I don't hate no. the song, but it's my least yes. favorite. I was going to say, that is that did not receive the most votes Shoot. for least favorite. Um, I will also say that is also my least favorite. Um, Air Five. I guess. Air Five. Air Five, if we rank them the same. True, true. Okay. Um, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. That's why I said I wasn't confident. Because I saw in the group, in our other Facebook group, people, they said, what is your favorite, what's the best track one? And I saw votes for that. Like, like it wasn't the bottom. And I was like, say what? So we can talk about that one when we get to the, like, in more detail when we get to it, the bottom track. Should I guess one. again? <laughs> sure. My second guess is Willow. No. Oh my God. I'm awful at this. All right. What is it? Welcome. Welcome to the guessing game. <laughs> um, it's Tim McGraw. <gasps> and now I just want to say something right now because it got 59%. Are you it, 169 people put it in their bottom three. That is the most to put it in their bottom three. But I truly think, and I will say this for every single song that comes from the debut album, they are not going, like, I think just because more people discovered her after, they don't get the credit they deserve. I? Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? Because like, they just don't. You also aren't hearing it for the first time as a track one. Like, I didn't hear Tim McGraw. Right. I didn't know that was even a track one. Um, I only know right. the track ones, honestly, not even, I didn't even know mine was the track one starting with 1989. Yeah. Starting or with red. That's when I knew what the track ones were yeah. like, okay. The first time I'm hearing this album, other than the singles, like, right. What am I listening to? Um, wow. No, I totally agree. I know it. I have a feeling we're going to say this a lot about debut songs just because I feel like they don't get the respect they deserve because so many people became fans after that it's like it's the same thing as how we talk about all too well being like oh that's gonna be the track five or like your number one bridge no matter what because it's like the one that resonated with you most people didn't listen to her before fearless and like obviously now since she switched from country to pop since she went into sort of indie with folklore like there's only more people that never listen to her country music that aren't going to give it the respect it deserves. I love Tim McGraw. 
Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Tim McGraw then. You animals. I want to know, did anybody write why they chose this as their um, least favorite? Like, no, so someone like, wrote in the comments. choose it, but... I was going to say, so So I do, we did have a question that said, anything else you want to include about the track ones? Now's your time to unleash unpopular opinions or defend your favorite. Someone said, Tim McGraw slaps and nobody can tell me otherwise. Amen. Someone had said, Tim McGraw isn't bad. It's just not the best, which is what I honestly feel like is on it. I think that's why right. it ended up. Because also with the way we did this, it's like, it just got the most votes in someone's bottom three. And I can easily see how that song ends up in people's bottom, bottom three. three. Yeah. Like, who knows? Like, like, like you said, Welcome to New York could have been most people's, oh, that's the worst one. Right. But it's just that more people, uh, no, no, I like all the, I yeah. like six more than I like Tim McGraw, like right. all these other six. So I think that's probably why it got the most votes in the right. bottom. So to talk um, about the song. Oh, someone I? said Tim McGraw's the best track one. I said what I said. Um, yes, let's talk about the song. So first of all, the reason I maybe semi-agree with it is exactly what you said. I knew the song. I knew every word to the song, basically. Um, but it wasn't always a top-ish song for me. Uh, we rank our songs in five tiers, our Taylor Swift songs in five tiers. It probably used to be like a tier three-ish for me that I just was like, oh, if it's on, it's on, whatever. Yeah, and mine's now tier it's three. like a tier two, borderline, sometimes tier one. Mm. Because of the Reputation concert that I went to, which was in Nashville. And so that's the first reason. Tim yeah. McGraw came on, and that was one of our secret songs. We also had Better Man. And as many people know, because Nashville was like a, the concert was a big deal, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill came out. And so mm. once that came out, just knowing that I heard it live with Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, and that that song yeah. is so special to Taylor changed my view on that song totally and I remember yeah. thinking in the moment like mm, I don't not that I don't care for Tim McGraw but like oh I wish that my secret song was something else but now I'm so happy that it was and I also mm -hmm. love it and I've seen this so many times because the sentiment like um I hope you like when you hear when Tim you think McGraw, Tim McGraw think, I hope you think of me yeah yeah that's how I hope people feel when they think of Taylor Swift I hope they think of me Oh my god, it's so true. I'm like, it's oh, so like I, I love knowing that, like, or like, yeah, because like you know how like when your friends like, uh, we we had this when when the Evermore news dropped, like I had a few friends text me about it. Yeah. Or like, oh my god, did you see this? And I'm like, wow, I like that. Even if it's like not close friends, but it's right. like, oh, you thought of me because I'm an absolute Taylor, huge Taylor Swift fan. Swift yeah. Fan. Right. Swift I, Nation. But I Never totally agree with that. Yeah, so I love it. And I also love that um, it's sad and it's nostalgic in the sense that, like, you had something with that person at one point and now you're hoping that they still think of you from time to time. It kind of, it, it's kind of, like, not similar actually to the one, but, like, sort of, where it's, yeah. like, you're actually looking back on it kind of fondly and it's right. not it's not this terrible relationship that happened in your life. It's like, oh, we just didn't work out or it just didn't right. happen for us. But like, hope you think of me still. Yeah. And like the one is similar where it's like, it would have been fun. But yeah. you know, like it kind of gives like, you a, like, no it's bad like a good blood. ending. Exactly. Yeah, right. No bad, a good ending. Uh, no bad blood. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I'm so, I'm such a Taylor Swift fan. 
Wow. But, yeah, exactly. No, I, I love yeah. that. So I yeah. freaking love the song. I'm sad that it got last place. However, had it not been on the reputation tour, the, the you probably would be song, in the same. Yeah, it would have been lower for me too. Yep, yep, that's fair. What okay. How do you feel? Any thoughts on it, or you're just like well, on Tim McGraw, yeah, on the placement, yeah, um, or just in general on the song? Anything you want to bring up about it? No, I just I think it's it's um really sweet, and it also um the bridge in it is low key like pretty good and it's small but What's like when it's like i'm back for the first time since then i'm standing on your street and there's the letter <gasps> yeah Steph, I, the letter i left on your up. porch step and the first thing that you read is the whole like chorus of the song thank i love that. that up that is why You're i welcome. love this song yeah i was gonna say i do love that a letter when it writer, calls back yes and i have it's like that song that movie with peter kavinsky on uh, the where she writes the love letters and they all get out <gasps> Don't even get me started. Amazing movie, but I'm to all the boys I loved before. To all the boys Shit, I, I was before. obsessed with that. Dude, I was obsessed with that. I love writing I letters, it. or not letters, in my journal. I fantasize as I don't know daydream constantly about like if I wrote a letter and like years later the person found it, like what would happen? Do you remember? Yeah. I literally like wrote a book once. No, do you book idea basically based on that? Yeah. Do you remember when, whenever we'd get sad in college and like want to have a good oh. cry night, when we'd read each other our journals and like oh specifically God. like the letters we'd write yes. to like our crush, like yes, oh, oh no, you're psycho. So yes, I'm so happy you brought that up, Steph. I did that to you. This you're the only person I've ever like read my. No, I did that. To, we journal. we read the journals. No, when Evermore came out, we read our journals to yeah, each other. I know. I, yeah, it's we ridiculous. literally sat there. Oh, we'll talk about it on Evermore in detail, but whew. Yeah, no, I just remember we'd, we'd get in these moods where we're like, do you want to read our journals to each other? But like, I wasn't super into journaling as much as you. Yeah. I only had two and I kept rereading them to you. Yeah, I was like, I'd be like, this one really hits hard. Yeah. And then it'd be like six Wait. months later, I'm like, are you ready to hear about it again? <laughs> it's really just not. Uh, I would love to just send everything I've ever, well, some of the things I've wrote to the people I wrote them about. They should know. Honestly, it would be really freaking funny. It would be really funny. It, and fun. Except it would also be weird. And embarrassing. But fun nonetheless. All right. Number eight? Number eight. I have no freaking clue. I'm going to stick with what I originally guessed. Willow? No. Is it Welcome to New York? No. What the heck? Okay, are you ready? Yeah. With 47.7% of the vote, I forgot that you existed. Oh, my gosh. So, Seth, let me tell you. I'm surprised again. People do not like this song. Oh, did people, like, write in? So there's a lot of song like defending it. Like there's a lot of people defending it because they're like, I don't know why. So someone wrote, I forgot that you existed sucks. Um, and then some people are like, no, I like, I think it's underrated. Um, it's so good and super relatable, blah, blah, blah. So I was going to say it's, yeah, it's, it's not in my bottom. It's not in my bottom three, but it's close to it. Um, but I do have to say, I love that it opened the album just because it was the only song that was like, okay, we're over this. And now we're on to love. Taylor Swift said that herself, that this was the only way to transition from the reputation. Exactly. Because reputation was so hard that it's like, 
hey, let's just do this one. It's not love. It's not hate. It's indifference. And now I'm going to sing all about love. Love. Exactly. I loved it for that. Um, I think it's kind of a bop. I love snapping along to it. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think I hate it nearly as much as some people might. Right. It's in my bottom three. It's like whatever. Um, and I, I guess I understand. I had it originally guessed as my sixth track, like number six. That's, um, that's where it is for me. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I thought people would put it as because it is such a fun bop and it's so like calling out Calvin yeah. Harris, calling out maybe Kanye West, yeah. just all that stuff. Like, hey, I'm over it because I'm so in love. Like, it's, it is. I just, um, mm-hmm. I also just love how it's, like, when she sings, it isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference. indifference. Like, so the cheeky. way you just go deadpan to sing it, I'm like, yes. So good. I guess I get it, though, because I did have it. No, I do. Too, just because it's like, there's so many other good ones that... This something is, has to go to the bottom. This yeah. is more lighthearted. It's not like a lyrically, it's fun, it's clever, but it's not poetic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like this isn't the song I'm showing people to say Taylor Swift is an amazing songwriter. Right, right, right. So totally. I get that. Which, to be fair, there's probably only a few track ones that I'd show as a lyrical or just as like a this. this is Taylor Swift. You know? Right. Um, like there's like there's some that I, you know, I yeah, don't know. I hear you. Or just to, like for me to be like, not even that she's a lyrical genius, but just like this is Taylor Swift. I wouldn't show right. I Forgot You Existed to be like, this is what you get when you get Taylor right, Swift. Right, this is the vibe. Yeah, right. And I wouldn't do that for Welcome to New York either, but the rest of them I would. Yep. I'd be like, this is Taylor Swift, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I guess I could see it. I do love the song. It's a bop, but I do. I, it, is it is in my bottom tier on this, not in like our. I, I agree with you. I, I, I totally agree. It was um, my bottom three. All right. It was, it was number six for me. Yeah. Shall, okay. Shall we? Number, number seven. I guess I'm just going to stick with what I originally guessed. Cause I have no idea now. Um, cause I still don't know where welcome to New York and Willow fall. And like, what? Okay. But I just don't think I'm even right about anything anymore. Um, you've let me let me tell you something Steph. it's one of those two. Oh, okay so then i'll okay welcome to new york yes Woo. welcome to new york is number seven it was really close with i forgot that you existed okay. it got um i forgot that you existed it got 136 welcome to new york got 134 um so it definitely was a close one between those two and it does come in at number seven okay I don't um, love it. I actually I, strongly dislike it. I actually, this one is one that I, on first listen, was like, no, I do not want to hear this. Um, now when I listen to it, it's a jam. Like, it's a bop. It, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I just like really get into it when I'm listening to it. It's, not, it's sort of like we are never getting back together. Mm-hmm. Where I just all of a sudden one day I listened to it and I was like, wait, I kind of love it. I forget about it instantly. Like right. once the rest of 1989 starts playing, I never like think, oh, I want to listen to Welcome to New York again. But I've actually started when I listen to her albums, I've started to actually just go in order because I'm like, she meant this. Like she meant for us to listen to it this way. So I'm just going to listen to it this way. And I do enjoy right. starting 1989 with Welcome to New York. It's a good album opener. 
Yes. Yes. You're saying like, exactly. Welcome. Welcome to this new phase of her life. And it's right. Exactly. She just moved to New York. It's this whole, you know, kind of a thing. Right. So, so it's a good right. album opener. Like I would rank it differently. Mm-hmm. Had we said like, what were the best album openers? Album totally openers. agree. But I see what you're saying. Like it's, if it's on in a bar, I'm going to be bumping. I'm so excited. Yeah. Amazing. Um, if somebody else wants to listen to it and they're like not a big Taylor Swift fan, they're like, Oh, I guess I kind of like this song, which doesn't ever happen but I'd be like awesome let's listen to it I it's I think this is one of my only tier five songs that I will Mm. only listen to in those circumstances because even we are never getting back together I can at least like bop to and like I don't know welcome even though we're from the area I just I love that it could be like a movie song yeah but I was gonna say it's, it's a tier four for me so it's definitely not you know Someone said, and this is kind of where I got the the thought of like, oh, I do forget about it right after I listen to it. Yeah. Um, someone goes, Welcome to New York, I think is one of her worst songs ever. I think it, this is also just the brilliance of like being a Swifty. One of her worst songs ever. I think it really dumbs down 1989's brilliance. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's the track one for the album because by the time I finish the album, I have already forgotten about it. Still a bop. So I just love how like even Great. if people are just like trashing it, yeah. it's like, but it's still a bop. I love Like, I still like yeah, it. Yeah, whoever said that, great point. That if yes. it was anywhere else in the album, it's like, ah. Like, ah, No, I totally to agree. Open it. If, if it was anywhere in the middle, I I would be like, oh. It's kind of like when Shake It Off comes on for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, get this off right now. Yeah. I can't. Turn it off. But that's a great point, though. Like, it does dumb down the brilliance of the album. Even Shake It Off, which is an annoying song, is supposed to be annoying that's the point of the song is Taylor yes Swift i guess that's true playing on her like oh you're gonna hate me like let me play into it like let me put this annoying beat out and bother mm-hmm. everybody and it's her most popular song ever which is very oh, annoying so annoying um so someone else said and this and i'll, I'll bring it up for some of the other ones that we talk about too mm-hmm. because none of the other ones have come up yet but um, she goes, the woman damn well knows how to open an album. I feel like Welcome to New York perfectly encapsulates where she is at each point in her life. So she lists like four songs for that. Right. Um, so she that was one of them. And I, I agree with that. Like that is her right. like, hey, I'm doing this whole New York thing. I'm like living on my right. own, like taking big steps. Like I, I totally agree. It really, it sets the stage for like, hey, here's where I am. And here's where you're about to go right. with the rest of this album. So I do agree. It's a great album opener. Yes, exactly. It's just not a great song. Exactly my thoughts yeah. and feelings. That's why I said I'm confused with, like, if we, you know, it, it would change if my we switched rankings. It up. If, yeah. yeah. But I don't like the song. Good for the album opener. Totally yes. agree. All right, number six. six. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to change this because I, the, the, I originally guess I forgot that you existed. So I'm going to put what I had for seven, I guess. Mine? You are correct. Oh my gosh, the first one I got, like, actually right. Yep, number six is mine. So um, mine was the fourth most voted for track in the bottom three. Mm -hmm. But. That makes sense. It was like, yeah, I was going to say, and it was like right in the middle three, um, uh, like kind of close to welcome to new york was also got quite a few votes for the middle track right but um since welcome to new york got so many more votes in the bottom three i yeah. put mine six welcome to new york seven right that makes um sense. yep so mine 
why don't you go first? Because I have an irrational love of the song. Yeah, I know you do. Um, but that's <laughs> what I was going to say. No, no, but I don't think it's irrational. Um, I have this in my bottom. I don't know. For many reasons. I definitely loved it when it first came out. And it was, was it the lead single of Speak Now? Because we've talked about this song before. It was one check. of the singles. Because we talked about this in our singles review. Yes, it was the lead single. Yep. It's such a sweet song. It really is. I like the song a lot. Um, but I don't love the song. I think she has so many other songs yeah. that have the same sentiment that are yeah. so much better and hit so much harder. Um, and then you find out that she wrote, didn't write the song about herself. This what, And right. that's how I feel is that this is a surface level to me, it's like a surface level love. It's like Taylor Swift's writing about what she thinks it's like to be in yeah, love. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I agree with that. Not what it actually is. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm writing about what I see in the movies. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel all the feelings when I'm listening to this, but I did feel differently when it first came out. I did love it more when it was the single. Now it's just middle of the road there are many more songs i'd rather listen to over mine including many of the songs on track one yeah so mine yeah i was gonna say so mine is probably a bit of a nostalgia pick for me um mine was the first song i waited for right like i sort of came into taylor swift at the end of the debut album but like speak or fearless was like already out. Right. Like I got into it while Fearless was already out. So, right. and I was like super into it. So mine was the first song I heard that was completely, oh my God, a new Taylor song. I've never had a new Taylor song, sort of, you know? Right. So I think that's one. Two, I think it perfectly encapsulates, like you said, surface level, what you think love is. And as a teenager at that time that never experienced love, I agree. That is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Right. Which leads me into mine was my, like, when I'm in my bedroom alone um, and I'm acting out songs for, like, my pretend, like, audience. And, like, maybe there's people from, like, my high school or wherever watching. But, like. Yeah, I hear you. You know, and it was, like, mine was, like, one of those ones that I pictured the acting out of it so perfectly while I was by myself I pictured my my fiance moving in together because I love the music video too so like it really flowed so well in my room that like it sticks with me so now when I hear it I just think about like when I was 14 and like yeah acting it out so it just really about like you belong with me like that's right always right it just really will always stick with me because it's just like I had so much fun and acting out that song the music video and it was was great mm -hmm. Yep. Great. It was great. <sighs> so I, I hear you on that. I also think it's one of those ones because Speak Now was all written by her. And like... Oh my God, thank you for bringing that up. I, I wrote notes on this. I can't believe it. No, but I was going to say like, since Speak Now was the song, like the album that she wrote 100% by herself, I just appreciate that like mine is... Yep. When I'm trying to think about it, like it's really one of the only like true happy-ish songs like I'm running through the list like Sparks Lies is happy right. um Speak Now in a way is yeah. happy but like it's breaking up a wedding so end, I don't yeah, know how right, happy right, that right. is and then so I, I feel like it's like oh this is a nice like like you said this is what right. she thinks you love know is. love love would be um, yeah and what also what I actually wrote down for this is 
I like that this is, now that I thought about it as the album opener, because I never had before, it's cute because this is what she wrote, like you said, completely on her own, and it starts yep. off with the word mine. It's hers. She yes. completely and totally wrote oh, it. Oh, good, good call. And because I, I, yeah, And yeah. it's going to, I think, just like Love Story, when she said, we were both young when I first saw you, and that, like, kind of brought back a lot when she re-recorded it, like, Right, you are the best thing that's ever been mine. Yes, that's yeah. gonna hit yeah, you're so right. differently yep. when she you're totally right. it, and probably make me like the song more. Like, you are the best thing that's ever been mine. Talking to the fans, talking about her mm -hmm. owning her own work, all of that stuff. So that made me it's, like, oh, okay, makes me like like it yep. more, especially as an album opener. I wonder if she did that on purpose originally to say mine. I'm wondering the same thing song. now too, because to be fair, like mine isn't a song that I would say sets the stage. Yeah. For speak now. No. Like it does it doesn't it's not like a welcome to New York or like a right. even I forgot that you existed where it's like we're just moving on. We're just getting over that and here we go. Right. Um but right, she might have done it because it's like this is mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and you're so you're think, you're right yeah. there. So I thought that was a cool thing that I didn't think about until mm -hmm. today. Until Yeah, today. that's a good that's a good thought. Did anybody no, I was going to say, mine is like one of those middle tracks middle, that like does not get any comments. Right. Like I right. said, it's good. It just there's so many better songs similar right. to mine that it's, it yeah. is what it is. Okay, so number five. Number, Mambo number five. I originally had Tim McGraw, which we know it's not that. Mm -hmm. So um, now I guess I'm going to guess Willow. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, Willow yeah. is five. So Willow and number four were the overwhelming votes in the middle track column. Okay. So yeah, Willow is definitely, and they were close too. Those two were close, but um, Willow is number five. It got 123 mm. votes for middle of the road. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on Willow. So do you want to like start off like the way you felt about mine, I guess? Um, what are your thoughts on Willow? I like Willow. Willow for me, I liked that it opened Evermore, even though to be fair, like we kind of knew what Evermore was going to be, right? It's right. the sister album of folklore. So like, it's not like we were like, oh, what's it going to sound like this time? Like it's- And it all came out at the same time too. Right. I like how it's a little bit, it, it almost feels like spooky in right. a way when it opens up. Um, and I know she does like the whole witch kind of theme Whoa. with it. It is a middle of the road song for me on Evermore. That's so it's I kind of become it. a middle of the road song for me in, in this ranking too. Right. Uh, but I do like it. It, it. It's just not anything that. Um, um, yeah, I hear you. I like that's my man. Yeah, I don't that's know. Fun. I am so on the other end. Willow is like inject that into my veins. I am obsessed. Is that your top? It's not my number one, but it's in the top three. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I am obsessed with this song. I love, you said spooky, I would say enchanting. I love how enchanting the song is. Also, the first time I heard it was the music video, which is like a play on the Cardigan music mm -hmm. video. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I um, I also remember when we talked about this song originally when Evermore came out and we had that sleepover, you were like, yeah. I don't know, she kind of loses me where she says like bait and switch. And I was like, well... Maybe I can just also agree to this because, or not agree, uh, relate to this because I'm a psychopath, and uh, which might be why I, I like it a lot. But it's really about doing, like, liking somebody a guy. Well, 
a guy, whoever, and wanting to do anything and everything in your power to make sure that you are together. So mm. when she's saying, like, the bait and switch, it's like I'm going to, like, reel you in with something. I'm basically going to manipulate you and trick you into falling in love with me because I just – I will do anything to get you. Um, and yeah. I, you know, life is a willow and it bent right to your wind. Willows are not, no, willows are strong trees, right? Like, yeah, I was going to say, those are big boys. Yeah. So it's saying, like, for some reason, you, this person that she's after, is able to bend her, is able to break her. Like, what the heck? Like, anything this person does, she's just all about it. Like, I'm begging you to take my hand, wreck my plans. Like, I'm begging yeah. you to do it. And I always feel that way. I love a good scheme. You know, <laughs> you know I love a good scheme. I mean, hello. You if you guys listened to my embarrassing story on our last thing, like, I had plans, you know? I had plans. <laughs> I had plans for how we were um. going to fall in love. It didn't work, but they were there. So, I love Yeah, no, it is a great song. And um, this was one of the first times in a while that I was like, what a phenomenal single, what a phenomenal, like, song that I'm like, yes, with the lyrics. I get taken a little bit out of it when she says, came back stronger than a 90s trend that makes it mm. not timeless. I don't hate the line, but the rest of it, you're, yeah. in, an, you're in another, I'm transported to another world. I am enchanted. Yeah. Until she says that, you're brought back to That's re- fair. I, yeah, I agree with that. No, I agree. I, I really do like the song. It's... And I also kind of like that it's, like, she's just kind of very, like, low-key in the whole thing. Like, it does, she doesn't yeah. go crazy with her vocals or anything. It's just kind of, and it's got a little bit of, like, a... A wink? In yeah, it. like a, a, like, like sort of sexy, sultry yeah. kind of vibe to it that I, I, that I do enjoy. Like, I enjoy singing Willow a lot. Because yep. I just, like, you can get a little attitude with it. Yep. But um, I love that it's, like, well-written and catchy. Yes. Yes, exactly. Both, where sometimes you appreciate yep. those well-written songs. I didn't honestly. I didn't see that a lot on folklore. I saw yep. either incredibly well-written or catchy. Mm. I don't know. Um, or they weren't. At, folklore wasn't as catchy as Evermore to me. Yes, I, no, I I agree with that. I definitely have more highs on Evermore than I did on folklore. Yeah. That's that's true. So Willow, I love you from the first listen. You had me at hello. Well, what's the first the, line? What's the first lyric? Um, I'm like the water when the ship like rolled in at night. The water when the ship rolled in that rough on the surface, but you cut through like a knife. That's when I, I had also you. love the Lonely Witch version. That's my favorite version of it. Mm. Lonely Witch. I am a Lonely Witch. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy fall time. So yeah, love it. So that was five, and I Number. thought it would be low because I mm-hmm. will talk. No, it was it was truly I, the middle track. I feel it's. Overwhelmingly, yeah. Overwhelmingly underrated, but we could talk about that mm-hmm. later. Number, Number four? I'm, I'm a guess, but this could go four. It could be one. Like, I don't know. With the top four, I have truly no idea. I'm going to guess fearless. That's correct. <gasps> Yay! You got three in a row here. I'm a genius. Um, yes, fearless was, an, just like Willow, the overwhelming majority for middle, middle three tracks. Um, did not get a lot of votes. Well, actually, it did get a decent amount of votes in the top. Right. Um, it was probably it was no, it was number four in the top, so it makes sense. But um, yes, fearless is number 
four. Number four. And I honestly agree. Uh, it's number three for me, but like I could understand it being four. Yeah, I am obsessed with Fearless. I was going to say, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. It's such a good song. It's such, well, one, it's the name of the album, which is the only time that happens here. Yes. And it's cute. Yes. Like she's Fearless. First of all, you guys know we've already talked a lot about Fearless. This is Crush City for me. And I love yep. a good crush. And anytime I have a crush on someone, I'm like, like you do feel fearless. Like yeah. I love, um, I love feeling giddy to songs when I'm singing them. No, I agree. And like fearless is another one of those ones. Fearless and mine were like my one, two punch in my bedroom. Yeah. Um, like that. It was like, I'm going on a date with this imaginary boy. We're walking around my room. Yeah. And then like, you know, and fearless. Oh, and then when it's like, yeah. Mm. When it's like what? The what part where the thing? first kiss, it's flawless, really something. Really it's like, get ready for it, audience. It's, I love... Um, Fearless. Uh, my handshake, I'm not usually this way. Or, then you know, yeah. you took me to the drive, whatever. Love it. It just, it just really makes me happy, this song. And it actually grew on me. Because, again, mm-hmm. I didn't... I heard the album after it was already out. It was a burned CD. So this wasn't like what got me into Taylor Swift, but it grew on me over the years. I like it more and more every single year. And it's really just made it right to the top for me. Like this is a tier one song. It is a great song. She just really captures that feeling of like, she does. And speaking of capture, I love her line in it when it's like in this moment now, capture it, remember it. Because how many times do you feel that way? Where it's like, Oh, I just, I want to remember this. I want to remember how much fun I had this day or whatever. Like you just. Yep. I need to capture it. Like capture a Jim it, and Pam it. moment. Like a, the mental mm-hmm. picture on their wedding. If you're mm-hmm. a Marcus fan. Um, yeah. Or they, they take those mental pictures. So you. Because you want to capture these incredible moments. And I have a. Well, I'm not going to tell the story about Fearless right now. But maybe one day. Has to do with Burger King. Oh. <laughs> Aw. Anyway. I relate that song to everybody. But there was like a. Yeah. No. that it, It's a great song. Yeah. It's such a good song. Love it. Uh, L-O-V-E, love. And I like how she sort of builds up in the song. Like, it starts with just, like, them walking, um, like, up to her door. But then and at the next the verse. next verse, she's they're driving together in the car. Mm. And then they're still, well, I guess they're still kind of dri- <laughs> driving they're still. Driving, driving, driving. And then, right, then at the end, they're back at the doorway. And he walks her to the door. And it's the first kiss. It's flawless. It's really something. So it's fearless. That's when I would do like I would turn cute. to my fake audience and give him a little wink. Yeah, it's fearless. You know, it like because so it's like yeah, mm. but it wasn't fearless because her hands were shaking. Well, no, but then he pulled her in and she's a little more brave. But she, her hands were shaking, which I also can relate to because my hands shake all the time when I'm nervous. I cannot control myself ever. But then, yeah, no, I agree. But then you know, she's she's not usually this way, but. She's not usually. You pull me in and I'm a little more brave. It's the first kiss. It's flawless. It's fearless. She gets brave by him right. being closer, which usually is the opposite. Like, I get more nervous if someone's about like, to oh, approach oh, my, my face. God, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm like, oh, where's, where does this go? <laughs> I meant my... <laughs> no, I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. I was going to say I meant, like, uh, no, you know I can't. I can't. We're just, just gonna cut that out. Just I leave can't. It. Just leave it. Uh, anyway, great song. Number three? Question mark. Number three. Yes. All right, Steph. We're really getting into the top tier here. Like these were not even close, blowing everyone out of the water. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
switch. I want to, mm, I don't know if I want to go with my gut or not. Do it. Okay, I'm not going with my gut. I'm switching. I'm going to guess that number three is ready for it. Oh, good. You're right. I'm glad I didn't go with my gut. You're right. You're right. Just based on, based on like how the rest of Yes. Okay. Ready for it. Um, received 135 votes for top three. Did it get the least amount of vote? No. Okay. Yeah. Top easily number three, ready for it. I, so ready for it is not in my top songs from track ones, Mm -hmm. but I will hands down say that ready for it opens the out an album better than any other track one. Oh yeah. It is phenomenal. And that makes it better, like, in general. But, like, I'm just not a huge... I'm just not a huge fan of the song, I guess, but... Oh, I am. But I do... I mean, I like it. It's just not above a lot of the other ones. Right, right. I... It's also... I didn't rank it that high in my track ones um, because there's so many good ones. Like, this really was, like... I was like, I don't know what to put above or below. Yep. I... Okay, first of all, the album... the, The tour opener. This is the most... I even took notes on this, like perfect tour opener yes the chills i cried when she came out on stage um for the reputation tour obviously because there was nothing after that and like are you like baby let the games begin but this probably because of the the chorus itself falls like i love the song the chorus the i don't love i also don't necessarily love the rapping Oh, I don't like hate not that. Not the rapping, but like the way she right. says the lines. I don't necessarily. Like, I like, like, I still like singing it, but it's not. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I love though. In the middle of the night. Yes. Dreams, totally agree. You should see the things we do, baby. Mm. Which re- that is just also, phenomenal to me. Yep. And. I'm a dreamer. I, I just relate to that. Just like in delicate, like sometimes I wonder when you sleep, are you ever dreaming of me? Like same thing. I, mm-hmm. I love that. And it's so catchy and ready for it. It, it. it doesn't rank high, but I understood. I was like, I think this is going to be in the top because yes. one people go hard for reputation. Yeah. Especially newer fans. They're like reputation is just is a no skip album for a lot of people. Um, yeah. And I totally understand. I agree. I don't have, I know you don't totally agree, but reputation is just, there's no, no, I actually, the more I've listened to it lately, the more I, I do have like a new appreciation for right. reputation. Yeah. And it, so it's, it's a good song. It's catchy on top of being a great album opener. Whereas like welcome to New York, great album opener, but not a great not, song. Yeah. This for yep. me is both. It only falls because of the dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. I like it now. Like I don't want it to change, but I just I, I remember the yep. first time I listened to it, I was like, oh, I don't love that part, but I love everything else. I was gonna say so. There's a lot of comments about um, ready for ready it? for it. Yeah, there's some people like someone was like, isn't that good? Sorry, not sorry, but that's pretty much the only bad comment we saw for it. One comment really did get me because it got me thinking more about the whole thing. Um, someone goes, Taylor coughing, clearing her throat before she starts rapping and ready for it is such a serve. And she does. I totally, right before she starts really? singing at all, like after the, the bah, 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 she goes, <clears throat> and then starts new 
first I was a killer, first time that I saw him. Like before she does anything, she clears her throat and starts. And I I actually think that's incredible also with the fact that in Look What You Made Me Do, her first single, Mm -hmm. she says the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now because she's dead. And then she opens it up with like clearing her throat, like let me introduce myself sort of a a vibe where it's like, no, this is, this is it. Like, here's what you're in for. And I do really, I do really enjoy the little, like, you'll, you'll hear it if you listen to it again. Yeah, absolutely. For a while, this was my most listened to song ever. Probably because it's the first one. And it pump, it pumps me up when I'm running. Yeah. And so that's another song that cross playlist it makes it onto every single playlist right. yeah every mood i'm just always down for that song no i understand i do like it it's good yeah so great are you ready for number Ooh, two number two shooting poop shooting poop shooty poopy i don't know because now i want to switch what i have for three and one because i i i don't know i'm like i don't know if i should go with my gut or not again Okay, I'm just going to guess, but obviously, whatever. I'm just going to keep it with, I'm going to keep my number one, what I had it as my number one. All right, number two, I'm going to guess State of Grace. You're correct. Uh, that's my yes, original. State of Grace. State of Grace is number two. Uh, again, overwhelmingly. the All of these, so Ready For It had 135 votes. The next closest in top three was Fearless with 109. So, like, State of Grace had 148 votes. So these, again, these three overwhelmingly were like, there's no other option to pick here. I knew, like, they, I... State of Grace. Yeah, I I had a feeling these three would be the top three. So I'm glad that I was, like, on the money for that. Now, where does State of Grace fall in your ranking? On my, like, on... In your own list, yeah. Four. Mine too. Okay, yep, it's the same place. I will say... I liked State of Grace. Same place, when, high five, sorry. Oh, high five. Yeah, high five, same <laughs> place. I liked State of Grace. I didn't love it until the acoustic version came out. Same. Exactly because then, I, like, the acoustic version, I was like, oh, my God. I think maybe, like, Beautiful I listened song. more to, like, what the lyrics were actually saying and, like, how delicate it is. Exactly. So then it made me appreciate the, the more... The more Yes, I but I, I like I, I will I will always say State of Grace was not there. It would not have been up here unless like if the acoustic version never came out, State of Grace might be at the bottom three easily. Okay, I, and I don't I, like just because this the acoustic made me appreciate the lyrics in it so much more. Um, but it's an absolutely phenomenal song, and I think it's a perfect opening to Red. I do too. I so I totally echo what you say with. I remember the first time I listened to Red, and we're going to talk about this more in depth, but when mm-hmm. I heard State of Grace acoustic, it immediately went to the top for me. I was just, like, Agreed. enjoying it. It was peaceful. I could hear the lyrics, and it was, like, like you said, I love how delicate her voice is when she says never. Yeah. I never. Yeah. It, I also love, and I didn't think of this before, but this is maybe more so the acoustic version, but it does apply to both. It's a state of grace, and the song really is graceful. Like that, you feel like yeah. you are in a state of grace listening yeah, to the true. song because it's so peaceful. So I love that it, the way that you listen to the song is mm-hmm. also if you understand the song, it, it, it's one and the same. And and that peace that you hopefully find when you find that someone that you're like, yep. wow, this is 
whether it's the acoustic slow version or like the happier version both yeah almost show like hopefully what it would feel to to feel that to feel what it would yeah. feel like to be that with that person um and it's great as an album opener it also yes. though like when I was listening to it, part of it, I, I, I went back and forth, though. I was like, I could also see it as an album closer because a lot of her closing songs are also graceful like that. Like, Clean, No, I, New I agree. Day. I was like, State of Grace totally could have been a closing out, a closing. I, I do agree with you. I think the only reason it makes sense to have State of Grace and then cap it off with Begin Again is because Beginning Again is truly about recovering right. from the breakups Totally. And like state of grace is almost because I mean, red, like she said, it's an album about heartbreak and whatever, yeah. which way or form you can have it. State of grace is sort of talking about like the, the person that did came in and ch- change it all for you. Like right. I never saw you coming on will never be the same. Right. And then that sort of leads into like, and here's how it all went down. Hill. Yes, you're so right. And then here's where I'm getting over it with begin again. Yes. Like yes. it's sort of like state of grace is that person that changes your whole outlook. And then it's like, uh oh didn't go well and then it's just everything in red is just a sort of different takes on how breakups affect or or how heartbreak can be felt I guess right right that's such a also mosaic broken hearts she used that in her yes her Instagram like in or in her Instagram caption about releasing red and I just I feel like state of grace is just it's really good and I would I'm happy it got up there and I felt like it would obviously because I put it there but in general I'm surprised because it's not talked about that much. It is not. I was gonna say so this is we can talk about this more and actually maybe we can just talk about it right now (laughs) um, because I don't know how we'd circle back to this point. State of grace and, and like it doesn't make sense in terms of like um the most underrated question right what's the most underrated track one state of grace had 30% of the votes. And at first I was like, this doesn't make sense because here it is as number two. Like, how is that the most underrated? But then I was like, but nobody talks about it. Right. No so I guess I it. do understand why pe- like 30% of people voted for it for most underrated. It's the overwhelming majority for most underrated. The next closest is I forgot that you existed with 19%, which makes sense because it is so, so low on the totem right, pole. Right. But, like, it blew my mind at first because I was like, that makes no sense. But, it but then I was like, no, it actually no, I, does because yeah. nobody talks about it. I totally get it. Yeah, because I was like, yep. I think people are going to vote for this for the top. But because it's such a great yeah. song, it's well written, everything. Um, but, yeah, it, it does. It's Apparently it's not underrated. But I think by, again, not hardcore Swifties, but the general Taylor Swift fan base, State of Grace probably is underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I because agree. Honestly, everything on Red is underrated because it gets outshone by, outshone all by all too well. It's absolutely true. Yep, I totally agree. And okay, I didn't really think about this. I just I googled the lyrics so that I could like pick out pieces. It's so funny that the album opens with "State of Grace" and even like the first verse of it because it kind of like truly like like we said like it sets you up for the downfall. Right. So it's like. I'm walking fast through the traffic lights, busy streets and busy lives. All we know is touch and go. And it's like, we are alone with our changing minds. We fall in love till it hurts or bleeds or fades in time. And then the next thing is, and I never saw you coming and I'll never be the same. So it's like already telling you that like, here's how it ends bad. It fades away. 
I never saw you. But then it's like, boom, there right. you're here. And now it's, I'll never, That's such a good point. I'll never be the same. Yeah. So I just, oh, it's a great song. I mean, I'm so even good. thinking, why didn't I have it as number one right now? Like now that I'm just re- reading know, through right? it. But. No, because it's great. It's just, again, it's sometimes it's just so chill. It's. Yep. Because you're in a state of grace, there's not that many emotions coming out of the song. Yeah. So when you really want to get into it, you're not like, I mean, I am singing it, but you're not like belting this song. I I also do, though, I do agree with you that like if State of Grace was the album ender, I think it would get a lot more credit because like when I think of change or long live, for example, like I'm thinking of how those capped off the album. Here's a here's a song for her team. Here's a song for her fans. Like I think State of Grace would probably get a lot more talk if it was the ender but i i will always understand why begin again is the end because right. you can't you can't begin again if you didn't go through the rest of yeah. red no it needed to be that but i guarantee like if she hadn't had begin again that would have been the end yeah nope i yeah i i could see that okay number you want to talk about the one the one okay number one yep that was always my guess i'm glad i got it right i'm glad i'm a freaking genius um, it's my top one too. It's mine too. Air five. Air five. It's, um, it just hits the great album opener. Great album song. Hooray. I mean, the opening, the opening line is just, "I'm doing good. I'm on some new it shit." Just does and it's something. Like, Girl, give it to us. What are you on? I want to join. I'm like, with you. I am here. I am all ears, right. baby. I absolutely love it. It's catchy, easy to digest, while also not being like annoying, like too simple. It's, yep, it's it's got great lyrics. It's got a great concept and and like meaning behind it, but it's also just like a great opener to being like, well, right, because we ended with "Lover." The last yeah. thing we heard from her was "Lover," which is this pop bubblegum sounding sort of like album, mm-hmm. and then it's like mm, sort of like how she takes she has to take reputation or like ready for it becomes this hard thing because it's like no, listen, we're going really different here. And then for this one, it's kind of like, all right, let me get you ready. I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit. And then it's just love. It's, I love the rest of it. I can't, I can't get so over good. it. Ugh. It's so good. Oh my gosh. And the one, it's track one. It's like, hello. It just, it makes sense in every way. And again, it's just one of those things where it's like, this is the Taylor Swift the grown-up Taylor Swift that's writing in her diary. Like, this is a page out of yes. anyone's diary. I literally will, I mean, I probably read you this journal eight years ago in college. Like, I love it. And it just makes, and I love it because, and maybe it's just because of the music to back it up, but, like, you're not sad when you listen to sad. it. It's like, yeah, she's singing about someone that moved on and has, like, a wonderful life without her. Would have been it would have been fun if she was the one, but like right. she doesn't sound sad about it either. Right. Like so, it just I don't know. I just I just love it. Like like yeah. we always, we always talk about it with a wink. Like it, she's just got a wink in it. Like and yeah, if my wishes came true, it would have been you. And it helps everybody else out too. Like I said in our last episode, the first time I heard this song, I sobbed, um, and many times after, it doesn't like I was just sad, but it yeah. almost makes you feel better about it in a sense. It's like. It's okay that it didn't happen. It's all right. Yeah. Like it would have been fun. And I'm and I sad love that how, it didn't, but I'm okay. Like I'm on some new right. shit. Like I'm doing great. And that's that's what I love about it too cuz I also love how she has like the 
I guess it's sort of the bridge, but not really, you can't really call it a bridge, but it's like, I persist and resist the temptation to ask you if one thing had been different, Uh, would everything be different today? And I just feel like that Mm. is every, like it's, it's anything you like, Oh, I wish I, I wish I asked that one question to know. I'm still fighting the temptation to do that. <laughs> right. Like, I, that's, like, that is just the, I'm like, yeah, Taylor. It's the epitome exactly of like, how I feel. what could have been, I guess, or like, or I guess should have, I don't even know how to say it, but like, could have been, should have known, like, I don't know. Just, you know, everybody thinks it. It's like, oh, well, if I just said that one thing that one time, would we have rerouted history and ended up together? together? Right. But I do, and and I guess maybe this is one of the reasons I love it so much too, because like, obviously we've talked about some of the instances of like crushing for each of us, right? Like we've talked about mm-hmm. kale. Um, we haven't talked about spaghetti. Who's spaghetti? The one that got engaged recently. Oh, I talked to him today. Remember? Well, obviously. Oh, I sent you yeah, I, I sent. saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Snapchat. Because, um, like, truly, if, if I'm going to say, like, college crushes, he is over everyone else. Right. Because it took me so long. Um, and it lasted and we were friends. the longest even post-college. All, yes, for too long. But I have such an appreciation for this song. Because I told you this when we first heard it. Because I was like, oh, I thought of Kale and Spaghetti, actually. Like, when I heard this song. Yeah. But I thought of them because it was like, like, I'm very happy. Yeah, like, I don't don't want to be with them. But, but like, probably would have been fun. It would have been fun. You know, like, and that's exactly why I I love the song so much. Because I'm just like, yeah, no, I could, if if I pictured Spaghetti as, like, someone in my life like more seriously right probably could be fun probably would have been fun but like that's fine exactly it's fine yeah you're so like it's right. it's totally fine that it didn't happen those are great songs for I, I, those I just love together. that but yeah no I I mean I think the one is just like an incredible Ugh, so good incredible so good. song and so I guess it's time to talk about our yes our rankings we did you did already mention the most underrated songs mm-hmm Right, you said it was. Yep, State it was State of Grace. Grace. Then, um, I forgot that you existed. Then the one which I really can't give anybody, and then it was right. mine. Which like, I those were the only ones with double percentages that are like up above ten percent. The reason I knew that this wasn't the one wasn't underrated was because is because of the folklore one. Folklore, but yeah. I would have maybe thought that, but now I'm like, heck yeah! And obviously, everybody loves it just like we do so thank goodness um but I do think Willow is actually underrated because I think it just the whole album really Evermore I think is incredibly underrated because it gets slept on because you had Folklore right before it it then won album of the year on top of Fearless coming out a couple months later so Mm -hmm. even though Evermore had a couple months Taylor was promoting Fearless so people were just like yeah, it see, it's funny whatever. because, like, I sometimes think I forget about folklore more because it came out and then Evermore, and I was like, oh, buy folklore. And then it was Evermore and then Fearless that there were so many things on top of it in the same time frame that, like, mm-hmm. I forgot about folklore. But I agree with you for Willow. I think it's just that there are so many songs, and not even just on, like, I guess if you're talking about it on Evermore specifically, too, like, 
it's definitely underrated because there's so many highs on Evermore yeah. that it's like hard to pick. And like, I truly have not seen Evermore has, so, and we, we shouldn't probably get too deep into it, but like Evermore has so many like niche songs that like everyone loves. Like there's the right. cowboy like me stands. There's the gold rush stands. There's the Evermore stands. Right. There's like, like there's not a song that's like, like epiphany on folklore for example right. where most people are just like nah but right. then there's a few people that really like it like there, there are, are no bad songs. even if there's songs that i don't like there's an overwhelming majority that like them right and like vice versa for songs that like other people don't like yeah i don't know it's I do, a wild yeah, album i still think it's like i didn't underrate or forget about evermore neither did you but i think a lot of people do yeah that's true and willow in general like i don't think willow deserves number five like or whatever it got See, so so that was, ones. I don't know. I was going to say Willow might have been the only, besides the one, because that was number one for me and it was number one for everybody else. But like, I think Willow was the only other one that was in the same exact spot on my ranking as everyone mm-hmm. else's. Because it was five for me. Interesting. All right. Well then let's, why don't you tell us what your rankings are starting at number nine? Um, so nine. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll just go down. I'll list them out. Yeah. And that's it. I'm um, going to say, I'm going to say which ones are ranked the same. For me. Nine is Welcome to New York. Same. Uh, eight was Ready for It. Seven was Tim McGraw. Six was I Forgot That You Existed. Five was Willow. Four was State of Grace. Same. Three was Fearless. Two was Mine. One was The One. Oh, wait. The One wasn't first for me. I just looked up. But I literally could I could not choose between one and two. Yeah. So they're interchangeable for me. So nice. So the, the couple, kind of similar. Kind of yeah. not. Mine are number nine, Welcome to New York. Number eight is mine. Seven is I Forgot That You Existed. Six is Ready For It. Five is Tim McGraw. Four is State of Grace. Three is Willow. Two is The One. And number one is Fearless. But I couldn't mm-hmm. choose because I wanted to put yeah. The One as one. But I had a couple where, like, it honestly was, like, give or take, like, like, I forgot that you existed could easily be number eight for me and ready for it could be number six. But, like, I I just felt like I wanted to rank them this way because, like, ready for it was getting a lot of love. So right. I was like, no, I'll put it at eight for now because, like, right. you know, whatever. But. Um, and, yeah, the same thing with Fearless getting number one. I think I listen to, like, the one more now. Like, I skip it less. But if Taylor Swift came out with Fearless today, if it was the first time I heard Fearless ever – it would be the one for me. I don't, which is a mm. weird thing to say, which is why I think Fair. I put it at number one, but I like the one better right now. I don't know. I just don't know how to explain it just because of when it came out and everything we talked about. So no, I, I agree with you. Just... This, this, I would, I would agree. I think that's the same. Like, like I think my top four will always be the top four. Like none of the other ones are going to crack that. Right. But I agree with you. Like fearless easily could be number one for me. Mine easily could be number four. State of grace could slip up probably right. not to number one, but like it could go to two. Mm-hmm. It's just the way I was ordering them. That's just the exactly. way it came out. Yeah. My one to three and my four to six are all interchangeable. Seven I was going to say my are, are wouldn't be interchangeable. But it's yeah. honestly so, so funny stuff because like, the only one that I wouldn't put anywhere else is Willow. That's so funny. Dead middle. Like, the, that is the dead middle of the road for me. Like, six through nine could probably change spots, give or take. And then, like, one through four could as well. But, like, Willow is holding strong at five. That's funny. Wow. Well, I guess that wraps That's up it. the track ones. I, I really like that you did the open-ended question thingy-majigger. Um, yeah. Thingy-majigger, whatever. 
because it was cool to hear actually hear what people have to say and uh, as a different perspective I think we should do mm-hmm. that on all of them um I agree who knows I think we should end the store end our podcast episode the same way we end every podcast episode and that is an embarrassing story a funny story yeah no I agree um this one's kind of a interesting because it go, it runs the gambit of like embarrassing to like ridiculous and funny yeah and then also to like just completely immature Immature. um yeah that's it's really like immature story of the week yeah no seriously (laughs) because we're gonna run out of embarrassing things and embarrassing. yeah there's only so many things right i guess it's embarrassing it's embarrassing in the sense of how immature i was Mm -hmm. (laughs) whatever i guess whatever at the time it wasn't embarrassing so we're gonna Um, roll it back to our gonna, college days. Yeah, Steph, was it sophomore or junior year? It had to be junior, right? No. Yeah, so it was. It was week. syllabus week of sophomore year. Sophomore year of college. Winter. Yeah. What, what are we going to call? There's two guys that I, I want to name. The one we're going to talk about for you. Noki? <laughs> Noki, sure. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Whatever. And, like, um, really, Steph, Noki? I couldn't think of another fucking G food. Yeah, I can't Noki? Grapes. 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 Okay. Well, oh, grapes, that makes sense that too. Makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe cracker. There's not really part like cracker. I'm just gonna oh, mention it. Oh, cracker. I also have to throw jambalaya into the mix a little bit. <laughs> I love that. That just really flew right off your tongue. <laughs> jambalaya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I was amazed because he makes it the immature part of it. Oh, hundred percent. And there's also t- things to talk about for John. Jambalaya. Uh, oh, no. All right. Um, so we're going to roll it back. Sophomore yes. year of college, as you said, yes. Steph. Stephanie is newly single. I was going to say, so for the first year and a half of my college career, I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, not in a relationship in the winter semester or spring semester of sophomore year of college. That was my first time, well... Yeah, so we we broke up over Thanksgiving break, and then officially, officially, I gave him all his stuff back winter break. So fresh start, spring semester, sophomore year. Syllabus week, uh, if anybody goes to college, or at least, I don't know if it's every school, but at least big schools seem to do it. Um, Obviously, you don't have a lot of classes, but there's parties every night, right? Um, We were still under 21, so we weren't going to bars. We were finding parties at frat houses, unfortunately. our friend, a couple Jambalaya of our friends were in, yeah, was Jambalaya in this, was in a frat. Yes. And we did this our freshman year. Yeah. night called Hotel Happies. My favorite night It's ever. honestly the most fun party of syllabus week. It's basically every room in the frat house is a different, like, country or, or drink, It's a basically. different drink, yeah. You just go and have different drinks in every room. It's, like, kind of, like, around the world, some people yeah. call it. But it's just um, so fun because frat parties are awful, but they're usually and they usually have terrible alcohol. It's usually Natty Light and like yeah. Vlad. And this was amazing though too because it's not super crowded. Like any room yes. you go into, there's different people. You mingle, you yeah. whatever. It's not it's like super fun. It's not just go to the dance just, floor and stay there. Yeah, and like yeah, a guy's gonna randomly come up and dance with you, which is ugh, the worst. Right. So I'm anyway, so excited for this night. So yeah. I, we'll just start off with this part because then you'll take off. So excited for this night. There's this guy that I kind of have a crush on. Cracker? Sure. Cracker, yeah. He was also in the frat. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like maybe like, he'll well obviously he'll be there tonight, but like this is exciting, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just was so excited for this night. Like I'm still sad about this. My brother 
uh, also went to college with us, and he was mm-hmm. older. He was a senior, so he was getting us drinks that night. Uh, it was us two and then our other roommate. Yeah. And I don't know what in the world my brother calls. I'm on the phone with him. He's saying, hey, Steph, I'm at your apartment with right. the stuff. You want to come down? I'm like, sure. And I sneezed. I Like, I don't know. I had a sneeze. And I sneezed. <sighs> And immediately screamed, threw my phone across the room, and fell to the ground. I threw my back out. I couldn't yeah, move. 19 year old, are we 19 still at the time? Maybe yeah, 19, close to 20. You're 19. A 19-year-old threw her back out right before Hotel Happies, and I could not have been more angry at you. I couldn't get up. Like you guys had to go down to see my brother. Yeah. I had to I like actually couldn't move. I had to crawl. I was still trying to power through. I was like, I'm going to shower. I had to literally crawl to the shower. I forgot that it was before the shower because all I remember was like leaving you when you were in your robe and your towel yep. still because you couldn't. I forgot it was before the shower change. and you tried to shower to, to rally. Yeah. yeah. And while I was in the shower, I said I was crying and I'm like, I can't go. Like I'm in, it's hurt so bad to stand up. So I, I couldn't go. And I like, we never yeah, went to I, Hotel Happy's ever again after that, ever. No, it was over because, like, by the next we year, were, we weren't as close with Jambalaya. And yeah. then, like, also we were began, we were juniors. We didn't want to go to frats, essentially, right. is, is kind of how it happened. So that was our last one. So um, I had to watch Stephanie yeah. and her other roommate. They, like, tucked me in, got me what yeah. I needed because I couldn't get out of my bed at that point. And they left. And, like, yeah. we never had a night. I mean, we did have nights that we went out without each other, but that was one of the first times that we did that. That was probably the very first time because we, like, truly, because I um, I don't think that ever happened again so, until, like, you know, yeah, when you had, like, um, like, student teaching and stuff, like, it's senior right. year maybe. But, like, yeah, that was the very first time. Because like, also, because remember. And came back together every single time except for, like, every, freshman year when I would go out without you. Because without you me because like, I was being, a like, a nerd. Yeah, exactly. I was, like, afraid to drink and shit. Well, not afraid to drink, no, but, like, I didn't want to go out on a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. I was like, You're who does not that? not into Thirsty Thursday. No. So just so you know, so I'm in bed. Like, poor me. Couldn't move. I'm like, my friends are having fun. I fall asleep. I randomly wake up at 3 in the morning. I, like, look up. Steph and my other roommate, not in bed, not home, because we all share one bedroom. Yep, I'm like, love oh, it. They're ha- okay, whatever, they're having fun. Go back to sleep. Four in the mor- 5 in the morning, I wake up. They are not there. And I'm like, what? So I'm texting them. I'm like, hey, like, where are you guys? I might have texted them at 3 in the morning. Like, hey, where are you guys? Whatever. 5 in the morning, they're still not there. There's still no answer. I'm like, what? So I text again. I'm like, Hello? I fall back asleep. It's six in the morning. There's still no answer. I text my guy friends. I text Jambalaya. Where is Steph? She did not come home. What's going on? And he's like, I don't know. Check our other guy friends, Pete and Steve. See if that, like, maybe they, yeah. he's like, I don't know. Maybe she went back to them. And I'm like, okay. I text Which we them. do. Like, we used to do late night there right. all the time. And yeah. like, maybe she fell asleep on their couch because they were just whatever. They're like, nope, sorry. They text me back. They're like, nah, she, they never came here. I'm like, what? So I'm texting. I'm calling. Oh I'm calling. I am so worried. Um, there was also something recently that happened where someone was kidnapped. And so I'm like, they're kidnapped. They, I don't know. I really thought that, I honestly was so worried. I called my brother. I'm like, I can't get up and look for them. Like, I'm in pain. Yeah. I'm like, Matt, you need to go around campus and you need to look for stuff. 
and my other roommate. Like, I don't know where they were. I was about to call your mom and text your mom and say, Steph's missing. Um, oh, my God. She would have loved Because then it. it was, like, 8 a.m., still nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. And I'm, I'm, like, really, really, really panicked at this point. And then finally, probably at, like, 9 or 10 in the morning, I get, like, Steph's, like, LOL. <laughs> I'm in this guy's bed. And I'm like, gravity. Well, I mean, I well, guess what, where else you had to know. Going? Yeah, right. I'm like, what? Okay, this is where I truly need to fill in the blanks. Fill it in, Steph. Because nothing happened with, what are we calling them? Grapes? Grapes. Grapes. Okay. <laughs> so our other roommate was in love with this boy at in jambalaya's frat and he did not like her but like she was always you know if we were at that frat she would try to make it a mission to stay there she didn't realize she was doing it when she gets super drunk that was just the way she was so like i was so upset that you weren't coming because i was like well usually we just leave her in these situations like oh we know she's gonna stay the night we'll walk home together this was the first night where it was like oh i I'm walking home by myself, I guess, if I don't, you know, stay. And like, to be fair, that is not the reason. That just is one piece of the puzzle. But obviously, while we're out, my roommate spots her crush. Immediately, we're just talking to him the rest of the night. Um, I don't like him at all. So like, I'm really not enjoying this. His roommate, like at the frat, happened to be Grapes. So I start talking to Grapes. He's a nice enough guy. We're just talking about like random things. And then like my roommate disappears with her crush. And I said something to the effect of like, oh no, like I have to get her. I have to go home. And he was like, well, you don't have, like, he was like, they're having, like, you know, they're, they're having a good time, like whatever, like you don't have to. And I was like, no, but like, I don't really want to like stay here. Like I want to get her and go home. And then it was just like, well, you can just stay (laughs) men. Um, He's like, well, you can just stay. Like, I promise, like, like, it's fine. Like, we won't, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. So I stayed over and like, you know, maybe there was a little like make out action happening, but literally nothing else because like, hello, I've only ever been with one in person in my entire life. So like, like I was very scared. Yeah. Like this is the first post, like first everything. So it was like, okay, I'm not doing anything, which is also like kind of what makes the story hilarious too. But like, so I wake up at nine o'clock. I roll over. I see my roommate in the bed next to me, like with, with the crush. And we're just like, oh my God, hey like, girl, hey so girl, fun. what's up? This is hilarious. And then like, I, I like open my phone, the text from Steph, which is when I send the LOL. So the, he asks me if I want to go to breakfast. My other roommate got so angry because like she has stayed over before. And obviously like the breakfast has never been asked of, of her. Like, it's just, okay. Right go on your way. So then I think his roommate probably got mad at him too, because then the four of us went to breakfast. Like we all went together and I was like, yeah, she's like, sure. I'll go. So the four of us went to breakfast. I went on a date with him like the next week. Yeah. Remember? Like he asked me on a date and I was like, like, steakhouse, right? Yeah. We went to like a nice place and I was like, okay, I have to get back out there. None of our friends were like, no, we don't, nobody goes on dates. Yeah. But I remember thinking like, I've never really been on a date like besides like my boyfriend and like in high school what's the first date it's like we're talking for months and then decide to just say we're official like Like, hallways at school right like I was like I've never been on a date before I probably have to try to do this and like figure it out because like I'm single now right um 
So I went out with him. It was fine. Um, you didn't like him immediately, though. You're like, not no, 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 no. I kind of just didn't you know didn't how even, to say no to a date. Yeah, you didn't even want to go on the Truly? date. Yeah, I, I really didn't know how to say no to the date. So I was just like, yeah, sure, we'll go. Um, and this is where the immature part happens. After the date, I think maybe the next weekend, we went back their to frat the was having another party. Like, Jumble yes. I invited us to the party. Grapes, like, was like... <laughs> like came up to me like say hi whatever we were trying and to avoid him it just wasn't I literally thing. was just like trying to avoid him at all costs I literally turned and like kind of put jambalaya between us and I was like you need to tell him I don't want to talk to him anymore and jambalaya was like what can I call him Jimmy yeah I don't care call him Jimmy okay well, I don't know why I would care do whatever you want to do <laughs> I was like, I said, I was like, Jimmy, I don't like him. Can you please tell him I don't like him? Like a true third grader. And he was like, yes. is he bothering you? And I was like, no, 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 he's he's really like, he's not bothering me. He's really nice. I just don't like him. Please tell him to go away. And I, I remember like Jimmy turning around and obviously I couldn't hear. I the remember this half all going but down. I, was I like, know, but I just remember Grapes walking away. It's so And I sad. felt so bad, but, like, I also just was not into it. I into know, it. and it was, like, he was I, lingering, and it was kind of annoying, and, like, ah, but uh, it was so I funny. Like, bad, but you just couldn't do it yourself. It, when you I, said third grade, it reminds me when I broke up with my sixth grade boyfriend in the lunchroom. My friend yes. walked over and told him, and I watched her tell him, and he stared at me, and I stared at him from, like, 75 feet away. And it's, like, that's like what it I was. literally, you had to get. Your I couldn't believe I did that too. I was like, like afterwards, I, I honestly feel like I was like, okay, I can't ever do that again. I just have to be like a, like man up the next time. Like I find myself and in this situation. Like, I'm just not into it. Because right. you also didn't want to ruin things for Nikki, for our other roommate, <laughs> and the and yeah. the guy that she liked. Not that it would have worked out anyway, but you didn't want him to have to like use an excuse like. It right. just was like a lot, but the fact that we were all standing there, like he I was, like it like, was like we are watching this happen as if it's it was a like movie. Jimmy was the bodyguard, and like yes, Jimmy was the bodyguard. From, from Grape's point of view, it was like Jimmy was the bodyguard, and then like me and Steph were like the angel and the devil on his shoulders, just like peeking over to see like, what, what was, was happening, happening? and it was like, so why are you funny. doing this? So that was God Steph's first single experience, and I almost called the police. So <laughs> yeah. I sneezed, I threw my back out, and then we had to go to the, the Super Bowl, um, and I we had to drive there, I couldn't walk, and I sat, I had to sit, stay seated the whole time, remember, and we watched it with some of the Penn State oh, football players. That, that's right, I was going to say, I that's like, right. I was like, I'm not going to not go, we have an yeah, I have to go to this, players. yeah, that's right. I will be there, because it was like three days later, oh my yep. gosh, it was, that was, I just can't believe I sneezed and threw my back out, and that. Honestly, Steph, I can't either, because. That really made my life a lot difficult, more difficult. Maybe I would be dating Cracker right now. Maybe he would have been the one. I know I would have never gone on a date with Graves. Crazy Terrible. times. So it's not really like embarrassing. It's just like a funny story. Just like no, a crazy yeah. sequence of events that, right. who knew? I haven't thrown my back out since. I also just love it because like if our guy friends at school, we met them our first week of freshman year. We all lived on the same floor. Like we were a close bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Um the boyfriend narrative until okay. I broke up with him was something that was talked about constantly yeah, with always. them. And like, like it was constantly, like, when are they breaking up? Blah, 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 whatever. Like it, was a it huge didn't matter deal when they broke up. Um, it was legitimately like, thank God when they, when we broke up and I just remembered thinking after Steph was telling me that she literally texted everyone we've ever known. I was like, 
they all know I outed you that I without, slept I was with at a boy's like apartment or be- like frat house. I was like, oh my God, they all know I did this now. And like, obviously never <laughs> has happened before. Yep. Sorry, not sorry. Um, I guess not. But Because you should have known that I would be worried. Anyway, don't ever do it again. I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I ever did, Steph. Yeah, I don't think no, you I, did. But uh, I never slept over. I, you definitely left without me. Maybe that but pop- I never slept over. popcorn, but that didn't count. Yeah. <sighs> wow. So um, that's the story for this week. Gotta love it. Gotta and love it. like I said, probably next time will be like our red ranking before the re-records come out. I assume mm-hmm. just the timing and stuff. Um, but this is going to be a super long episode uh just to get you through that which i'm saying this at the right end, if so you, you want that already we'll say it at the beginning yes. too. <laughs> yeah um and one other thing before we really wrap up is well this is sort of wrapping up is we do have a facebook group just like search drop everything now podcast nobody's in the group and there's no posts it's just the two of us if you guys would like to join it if you're listening to it join it we will let you in and we will build and we will grow from there um, so mm-hmm. that we could discuss episode, or you guys can, whatever. Um, and also so we can get feedback. And yep. also, with that being said, if you are listening to this and you haven't done so, please rate and review us. Yeah. That'd be cool. And subscribe. That too. Okay, so I think but that's it. after that pitch, you know, join our Facebook group, be our friends. We're pretty much wrapped up. Hope you enjoy the episode. And uh, before you pick everything ahead. back up, follow oh. us. Yeah, follow us on TikTok at the Steps Thirteen, Instagram at Drop Everything Now Podcast. Um, our Gmail is Drop Everything Now Podcast at Gmail dot com. Like, subscribe, like, get subscribe. jiggy with it. And it. now that we've told you seven thousand things to mm-hmm. write down, mm-hmm. uh, you can pick all of that up. Pick it all up and drop. No, we. Oh my God, Steph, I keep getting confused with that. I keep getting confused with it lately. We are dropping our mics now. Peace.